0: time enough at last submitted for your consideration to sci-fi fans sean majors and keith conrad Rewatch the twilight zone from beginning to end like something out of that twilighty show about that zone the twilight zone has existed in many lands in many times it has its roots in history and something that happened long long ago and got told about and handed down from one generation of folk to the other In the telling, the story gets added to and embroidered on, so that what might have happened in the time of the druids is told as if it took place yesterday in the Blue Ridge Mountains. Such stories are best told by an elderly grandfather on a cold winter's night by the fireside in the southern hills of the Twilight Zone.
1: Episode number 109 of the Twilight Zone was Jess Bell. And uh, Sean, I feel like this is kind of a theme, but uh, this is definitely one that could have been a half hour.
0: Yeah, definitely, especially, you know, we'll see this and next week. I think the the uh, front half of each episode could probably be dramatically slashed.
1: Yeah, um, you know that and the interesting thing is, you know, there were plenty of half hour long episodes where they seem to be filling a little bit much, so <laughs> I'm not sure. You know, my, my guess is doing an hour probably wasn't Rod Serling's idea.
0: The <laughs> probably not, probably not. They probably pushed him. Um, The only thing, and I hate to be that guy, but um Anne Francis might be the best looking actress in Twilight Zone history, particularly. I don't know why in this episode. Maybe it's just my type. Spook, spooky brunettes, but.
1: <laughs> well, spooky brunettes. And, and she was in uh, Forbidden Planet, uh, obviously, yeah. opposite the legendary Leslie Nielsen. And um, uh, she was blonde then, and I I think she was blonde in real life. So it was uh, uh, I didn't actually realize it was Anne Francis until I was looking at the information uh, for the episode. And I uh, I I saw Anne Francis and I'm like, oh, that was her.
0: They do kind of cover her up. Well, I, uh, I always forget that that's her.
1: Uh, yeah, this, this is definitely one that, um, I, I feel like I had seen it before, but definitely not very often. So I, so I think that, um, you know, like it probably had shown up in marathons and, and things like that, but it was never one that I was really, really looking at. It's a, uh, th- this one, and I'm not sure if it's an hour long episode, but the one with Elizabeth Montgomery is, uh, not, not the, uh, not, not the one where she's, uh, with, with Charles Bronson in, in Bronson, yeah. Missouri. But uh but there, there's another one coming up where she's like supposed to be a witch or. Go figure Elizabeth Montgomery's a witch or, or something. But, um, yeah that, that would also be very forgettable to me. No, no disrespect to the the writers or, or actors, the actresses involved. It, it just uh, never really course stuck course out not. to me.
0: Um, what stuck out to me and this happens anytime there's something that takes place in what I'm gonna call the old West, which is probably uh-huh. like 1890 um they they really are like the 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 space between now and when this episode was uh created you know 59 60 years it's basically you know the same gap between then and the old west so it's it's just kind of nuts viewing these episodes uh through that lens
1: well I should point out that it's actually like I I know that that's just like your your catch all for for certain episodes. Of course, yeah. Uh, but but it's not the Old West. It's definitely not actually, the Old West. <laughs> yeah, this was uh, the the Appalachians. I think. I think it was. uh uh No, it was actually uh, Virginia. It was the the Blue Ridge Mountains. They're they're, they're mountain folk.
0: Anytime that there's mountain folk, I uh, I think of the Old West.
1: Yeah, ba- basically. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I, anytime I think of the Old West, I think of just like you know, sand as far as the eye can see, like uh a hundred yards over the rim.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Um of course, uh if we were poor podcasters, we'd go on a very long tangent about Back to the Future three. But since we're great at this, we won't. This was <laughs> this was a great episode.
1: Uh yeah, it was okay. The the thing that the the thing that absolutely jumped out at me the most about this episode was uh, the names. And uh you yeah. know we we've got there uh, there's very like uh very twilight Zony names, sure, sure, and this struck me as somebody uh I, I don't think it was written by uh, Rod Serling.
0: I don't uh, think Rod Serling would name a character Billy Ben
1: no, um so you got Jess Bell, which uh do we ever sure. I, I I don't know I don't, uh, I don't think she has a last name, but maybe maybe she does. At I some didn't point catch it this, if she did. this Episode, if if she if she does, uh, I didn't catch it either. But uh, we got Jess Bell, which who names her kid Jess Bell?
0: Also, I I have an issue with I I think naming the episode Jess Bell is particularly lazy. Um, yeah, yeah, call it Crazy Leopard or something. <laughs> like even that's better.
1: <laughs> uh, and then we've got Billy Ben Turner. And Elwin uh, Elwin uh, Glover, I, th- I think, is the uh, is the uh, the the other woman involved in this. And, and it strikes me as somebody who needed to write a bunch of redneck names, but has never actually <laughs> been to the South. That that's that that's what I'm thinking as I'm hearing all these uh, all these people.
0: Yeah, there's an. I'm looking at like the the cast list, and it's Aussie Granny Heart. Yeah, you're you're completely right.
1: Yeah. Uh, we we need southern names, but uh nobody in the writers' room all the writers uh are in the uh, in the room are from uh uh New York and Sheboygan. Yeah. So they, they just don't know what to name people.
0: We we haven't been south of Green Bay since
1: 1932. <laughs> so Jess Bell uh discovers that uh, Billy Ben, you know, for, for those of you writing out your scorecard. Um it's so stupid. She, she finds out that her her ex Billy Ben and and his fiance are are getting married, and uh, she doesn't want this to happen. So she goes to the uh, the local witch, uh, which uh, apparently that's supposed to be a thing in the South. The local witch have you met one? Well, you know,
0: Keith, you've clearly been in Chicago for far too long. Uh, the The local witch industry is booming. Um, down here, there are just boutiques and large corporations of witches, um, you know, really at every level. So it's, uh, whatever needs you have, you're going to find a witch down here.
1: Which by the way, time for, uh, the, the, is Keith going to get fired for this remark uh, <laughs> uh, of the episode, which seems to happen at least once a week. It's my favorite part. Uh, so I, I, because of work, I was looking at, um, a website for a pastor. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and they have, like, you know, recorded messages and everything. Sure. And uh, one of them was, like, the rise of paganism in, in the U.S. And I'm looking at that, and I'm looking at what he's talking about, and I'm like, you know, paganism is an actual word. It's not, like, a yeah, catch-all yeah, yeah, yeah. For, for things we don't like. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's it's, it's an, an actual, actual religion. <laughs> yes.
1: It, it's it's an actual thing. Uh, Because it, it's basically... Look at all this bad stuff that's happening and this is the rise of paganism. It's like no I I don't think that's paganism. I you, you keep using that word. I don't think it means what you think it means.
0: <laughs> kind of want to call call and hear that voicemail
1: now. Uh I'm I'm not sure that you do actually. But, uh, <laughs> <clears throat> so she goes to the local witch which is uh, which is the aforementioned Granny Hart. Yeah. And uh so do you do you think that um like Hart is her last name, and everybody just calls her Granny, or her first name is legitimately Granny.
0: Oh, probably probably last name <laughs> Granny Hart. But you know, she's a witch. She can really uh pull the wool over one's eyes, however. Yeah, she, she
1: can it. call herself whatever she wants. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's part of the witchcraft. And
0: uh this episode gives her enough time to call her whatever she wants because this scene lasts 17 years, Keith.
1: <laughs> it it really does. So uh so ultimately like this is this is sort of like the i was about to say it's the opposite of like the uh the, the one with the love potion from uh fairly early on yeah. uh the glove cleaner um <laughs> I, I i i was gonna say it's the opposite but it, it kind of isn't because she she does like make billy ben and i, I have a hard time even saying that it's it's uh, painful forget his fiance and decide uh, I'm, I'm in love with Jess bell.
0: Yes. And no matter what she does, uh, he is into her does not matter. You know um, what happens?
1: Uh, But it turns out this is actually a prequel to a teen wolf (laughs) because in exchange for that, she turns into a leopard every night from midnight until dawn.
0: You know what this episode was missing? Keith. (laughs) A, a leopard surfing on the top of a van, just yeah. like in <laughs> Dean <Wolf.
1: laughs> Actually, that that would have would have completed everything. <laughs> I, I'm, and I'm and I'm not sure. Like, I, I guess the idea is supposed to be that you know, like, if you want this to happen, there's going to be a price, and and the price is transforming into a leopard every night. I'm not sure what that gets the witch. No, I mean, don't, they make
0: it they kind of say that like she loses her soul by drinking it. So maybe that's the incentive for the witch. I don't know.
1: Oh, but you're right. It's like the, the witch then takes possession of Jess Bell's soul.
0: I suppose. But the way it's kind of crafted in the episode, the soul just leaves her body and goes away.
1: Like like when uh, Bart Simpson sold his soul to (laughs) Millhouse.
0: Exactly.
1: for, for, For some pogs. I think it was.
0: Well, you
1: know. Oh, no. Milhouse used the money to buy Pogs.
0: To buy the Alf Pog. He's back in Pog form.
1: He's back in Pog form.
0: (laughs) That is my favorite. Um, There's a voice that Hank Azaria does in so many, like, let's call them Simpson NPCs. Um, Mm -hmm. And the guy who comes out from the fogged out Simpson's house, and he's like, or uh, I I guess Milhouse's house is getting, like, uh, exterminated or fogged or whatever. And uh, Bart goes, you didn't see a piece of paper that says Bart's soul on it. The guy goes, yeah, you never forget a thing like that. (laughs) And just that line reading is like the quintessential perfect Hank area.
1: And I think he has more, uh, that that guy has more jobs than Gil. Yeah. (laughs) uh, Because like, I I know he's the gun salesman when Homer wanted to buy a gun.
0: He's definitely at the movie theater when uh, (laughs) he suggests a 300 pound Homer Go see a fridge too far.
1: Oh yeah, see now. I, I would say that's his best line reading. <laughs> that's that, true. That character. I stand. Everybody, I got a movie for you. A fridge too far.
0: <laughs> it's so good.
1: Uh, yeah, that's what uh, that's what Homer's wearing the mumu because he does not want to look ridiculous.
0: <laughs> Your fingers are too fat. <laughs>
1: Please so uh, so so Jess Bell is uh, is uh, she she feels herself like. I, I guess her, her soul draining away as she becomes a leopard every night. Yeah. Um,
0: I got to ask why a leopard, like it's Appalachia. The, like this is the leopard is more at a place than in that. Um, the episode where the guy, uh, he, he's not himself. No one recognizes him. There's just a lion in like his wife's in his apartment's hallway at, uh, because he came back from Africa or something.
1: Oh, I, I think you're you're uh, you're mixing two episodes. Because in, in oh, that no! one, yeah, it, it's not that anybody forgets who he is. He he just like they're bulldozing a, a, a His entire Africa or something, and uh, and he's cursed because of that. And, yeah. and that's when the lion shows
0: up. So that makes more sense than Jess Bell turning into a leopard at night.
1: Yes, it, and that's uh, that episode is the jungle. Just uh of course. For, for those of you uh keeping keeping score at home.
0: <laughs> keeping score of all the episodes I get next time. Uh
1: so the the witch uh you know explains to Jess Bell uh that uh her soul has been extinguished and she herself is transforming into a witch, uh, much like the witch. Um and uh uh so she decides, you know, she she doesn't uh you know, she, she decides to basically run away from uh, from Billy Ben, uh, that that's the solution. And uh, but she decides that she loves Billy Ben, despite his uh, really weird name. <laughs> and uh, they decide that uh, eventually they're going to get married. Who?
0: Which And I mean, you know, he doesn't make it easy. He does not give up.
1: Yeah, I mean, the fact that she turns into a leopard every night at midnight, that's not going to be noticeable. <laughs>
0: I imagine it would make uh, several things very difficult. Uh,
1: all sorts of things. If nothing else, you know, like just staying out late
0: at all. <laughs> Honey, we like, got to go home. We cannot <laughs> wait for your next karaoke song to come up.
1: <laughs> like she just, she just keeps making jokes about Cinderella. Oh, got to go home before midnight.
0: <laughs> no, seriously.
1: <laughs> no, seriously. If we don't, I'll rip your face off. Really, <laughs> I I will.
0: She she turns into a leopard in the middle of trying to sing Total Eclipse of the Heart and karaoke.
1: <laughs> like I I know that I I tend to get stuck on logistics uh, not not just with the Twilight Zone but just in general like it's the sure, thing that pops into my head like how does that even work how do you think you're <laughs> going to be able to marry some some somebody when you turn into a leopard from midnight until dawn like they're going to notice. <laughs>
0: i mean so you know we see like there's there's i I apologize to skip ahead but there's the the hunt later on and the leopard turns into a a plume of smoke um so we never actually get to see billy ben really figure that out i still think he probably would have been into it because he's so into her that's the spell would he fall in love with her after knowing that she turns into a leopard
1: yeah i mean well i mean once you're married you you it's for better or worse for richer or poorer for leopard or or, or normie um so i mean you know that now that they're married it's uh you know i i, I think he's on the hook for shooting her
0: really <laughs> <laughs> until a violent mauling death in my own bed do us part
1: <laughs> yeah that's uh, that's how now marriage vows work you know
0: that's marriage in Appalachia, baby.
1: <laughs> well, and, and it's funny because, you know, he he shoots at the leopard. The leopard goes poof and her her ring is there. So I th- I think, you know, oh, yeah, basically, right. uh, you know, Billy Ben, despite not coming across as the brightest guy in the world, because he didn't notice that his wife was uh, was leaving at midnight. You, you think that would have like. Well, got to go. Created, yeah. <laughs> why do you keep leaving at midnight oh i don't know I, I just feel like it i have a book
0: overdue at a library that's open all hours
1: <laughs> well although actually you know um it, it it's appalachia or or no sorry the blue ridge mountains sorry i i it's it's virginia i i shouldn't get those too confused very very different places actually oh yeah most definitely um you know it, it we're assuming it's a long time ago because I I don't think the angry mob is ever in a car or anything like, uh, yeah. Like a a few episodes ago. Um, now I'm drawing a blank on the, on the name, but, uh, the one with the, uh, the the one with the the, the last rites of Jeff Myrtlebank, where he comes back from the dead. They they think he's a a monster of some kind, and they show. Oh up yeah
0: that, yeah yeah yeah. They yeah, show yeah.
1: up in a in a pickup truck, despite the fact that it's like the twenties. It's beat up like it's been around for eighty years. <laughs> uh, that that doesn't happen. They're they're just they're on foot. So we can let, let's just assume it's a long time ago.
0: Um, <clears throat> sorry for the tangent, but speaking of previous episodes, uh, I forgot to mention up top. Paramount Plus has death ship as date ship. Really? The title of the episode last week's episode, the death ship is date. D.A.T.E. Ship.
1: That's um, Paramount Plus has a lot
0: to fix.
1: They 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 do. They've got some uh, they've got some bugs over there on Paramount Plus. But the important thing is that Star Trek Strange New Worlds is amazing and everybody should watch it.
0: I need to check it out.
1: Uh, well, if you're into Star Trek, if you're if you're not, then <laughs> it really doesn't matter. You're probably not going to care.
0: <laughs> uh, um. So now reading the, the Wikipedia entry of this, uh, it does say a year later, Billy Ben marries Elwin.
1: Uh, she does, uh, which, by the way, El Elwin, that's a unique name, but it, it sounds like a uh, a Lord of the Rings character.
0: Yeah, it sounds like an old man
1: or an old man yeah it, it uh yeah like it, it would be elwin the gray
0: elwin elwin's the only man in the town that can fix
1: your watch e- exactly yeah um so she uh so basically Jess Bell keeps haunting uh billy ben and uh and elwin uh which which makes sense because they were married and and he killed her like he didn't know it but yeah he, uh, he did kill her so,
0: and, and and it's so weird because, like, I guess now, now that you're saying it, I, I agree that he did kill her, but watching it, she didn't, like, the leopard didn't die. The leopard just kind of went away, and I thought, like, you know, transmorphed into some other thing in some other place. But you're right, I guess he does kill her, at least the, you know, he meant to, and now, now she's haunting him. In another yeah, scene I, I that think that...
1: I think when when her ring falls on the ground, that's basically her saying, "Well, if you shot at me, I guess that's a divorce." True. <laughs> it's a good thing there's no prenups in the Blue Ridge Mountains. Although I'm not what sure. What do
0: you the... even get? Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> uh, I I don't know about that. So, uh, apologies to all our listeners in the Blue Ridge Mountains. You're, you're wonderful people. Um,
0: We're not Blue talking about 2022 Blue Ridge here. <laughs> We're, yeah. It, We're talking I, about sure, the old west of 1960. <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm sure your house on uh, on on Swollen Tick Road is 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 very lovely. <laughs> and uh you know we we don't mean to insult you at all. Uh <laughs> so, so
0: tick road is so good. It's <laughs> so good. Oh my god.
1: So uh, obviously, since uh, ghosts are showing up, uh, Billy Ben decides he's going to he's going to go visit Granny, the, the local witch, because, you know, who else do you turn to in a time like that? No one. Um, and she basically says that in order to kill Jezebel, he has to figure out what clothing she she was wearing, I guess, when, you know, the uh, when the, the curse or whatever happened and stab it through the heart with silver which uh, I'm not sure what, uh, you know, why specifically it has to be silver. Maybe she just wanted her to be stabbed by something that looked nice.
0: (laughs) I was focusing more on how the hell is this guy going to get access to a woman slash leopard slash witch that he killed a year ago? Because his current wife can't be too uh, happy about him just keeping uh, his ex fiance's clothes around.
1: Yeah, you would think that uh, that that they sent them to Goodwill or whatever, <laughs> whatever you do in in uh, ancient ancient uh, Blue Ridge Mountain, Virginia.
0: On Swollen Tick Road, Goodwill is just you know giving it to your neighbor.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. <laughs> you, you you just you, you just basically sort of you know sort of throw it out in your front lawn, and everybody comes and picks what picks up what they want. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's heartwarming, really.
0: We're gonna get so many letters,
1: <laughs> right?
0: Because no uh, one has Twitter at Blue, the Blue Ridgemen.
1: <laughs> so uh, Jess Bell asks, uh, uh, you know, I guess you know, basically when she's she's haunting them, uh, asks Billy to dance in the moonlight. Mm-hmm. Just like uh, the Joker and uh, Batman in the Michael Keaton movie.
0: True, very true. Uh,
1: which means that she wants to kill him, you know, returning the favor for when she shot him as a leopard. Although, yeah, I, I think i think we need to to come to a uh a, a verdict on this okay so he was shooting at the leopard which he thought was you know terrorizing the community of of swollen tick road yeah and uh so he didn't know it was it was his wife because you know she wasn't transparent with him you yeah know, because you know like if uh if you've got you know like um uh, you know uh, rheumatoid arthritis, you would tell <laughs> your, uh, your significant yeah. other, hey, my immune system is attacking my joints. This this is something uh, we're gonna have to deal with together. And so you would think if you were transforming into a into a leopard every night at midnight, uh, you would tell your your significant other, hey, you might notice I'm not here or that uh, when when we wake up, there's fur in the bed. This is why. <laughs> so it's, so he did technically shoot her, although he didn't actually she, she just she just went poof. So it's not like he actually like the yeah, bullet she, actually hit her. She never
0: told him that she had leopard transubstantiation disease. Um, exactly. I, I
1: saw an after school special about that. It was really, <laughs> I, I, I was worried about that people. for
0: years. You know, you got to speak up. Um. Another thing I got hung up on um and we we do, we do need to get back to your verdict but um uh, one thing that I got hung up on are like the there wasn't really that much surprise from the posse that killed the leopard cuz mm-hmm. like leopards are indigenous to Africa, Asia, like Central Asia. They're not like <laughs> they're not indigenous to Virginia. <laughs> and they're like oh, oh. leopard
1: you know, I I should tell you that uh, uh Brian Erlacher, who's a a <laughs> former Chicago Bear who you may have heard of once or twice.
0: I just missed out on getting a uh one of his jerseys for ch- cheap on eBay because I wasn't paying attention.
1: Nice. Um he uh he lives in Lake Forest, which is like a, a big rich uh suburb where uh you know, like John Hughes is from there and so a lot of uh lot of lot of things in, oh, the, yeah. in the Hughesiverse. You know, even though it's Shermer, like that's supposed to be like the Lake Forest area. And uh, I know somebody who actually lives like two doors down from uh, from Brian Erlacher. Really? And uh, at one point, his uh, his brother, Casey, uh, just comes knocking on the door and says, hey, our peacocks loose. Have you seen it? <laughs> <laughs> so it's entirely possible that like maybe there's uh, an NBA player that lives like on swollen tick road in in virginia (laughs) that's a very
0: good point that is a very good point they
1: have uh they have a pet leopard so or or at least they have other exotic animals so nobody thinks twice about the leopard showing up
0: you know if dave Chappelle lives in a small town in ohio what you just described is not out of the out, out of possibility so yeah yeah <clears throat> um getting back to your verdict I'm going to say uh still team Jess Bell cuz and Francis is too attractive.
1: Yeah, yeah that that, that that's that, that's that's a good philosophy just always <laughs> always stay on uh, and Francis's uh, side. Um so so he is responsible for killing her is what we're what we're he, landing on.
0: He is, yes. Okay. <laughs> it's all his fault.
1: But uh so 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 basically, um, so, so Rhett, b- before Jess Bell could kill Billy Ben, he puts the dress, which by the way, he still has. And, <laughs> still and to has. your point, if I was uh, if I was Elwin the Grey, I would be a, a little upset that he still has the dress Just a little bit uh, and he, <laughs> he, he stabs oh, with it gray. with uh, with one of uh, Jess, Bell, Jess Bell's uh, hairpins, which is silver. Uh, Jess Bell uh, reappears in the dress, which again, the physics of that are a little weird because the dress was on a mannequin. But but anyway, um, had
0: that issue too. Had that issue. Yeah. Had that issue as well.
1: <laughs> uh, she she reappears and she basically dies. Right. And then there's another seven minutes to this episode. Really, it was set, like I knew I knew there was there's a lot of winding down, but you My you, you had your. You had your stopwatch out in your timing and it was seven minutes.
0: <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was seven minutes. I think it said like, you know, 44 out of 51 minutes left.
1: Uh, so Ellen right doesn't remember anything that happened. No, uh, thank but God. She does she does see a falling star and says that means a witch has died, which I have never heard of.
0: So it, it is our contention that this is happening in the sixties.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm thinking. Uh, I'm thinking it's happening in the '60s. It's it's present day, but uh, Swollen Tick Road is just a, a very <laughs> rural area, and you know they're they're kind of living in their own world.
0: In that sense, still makes sense that a grown woman would believe that a falling star means a witch's die.
1: Dark
0: was just bell. Both they loved
1: the same man and. Both they loved him well.
0: Cabotron?